Are you faithful and consistent in caring for your soul? It's easy to become so consumed with the daily physical necessities of life that we overlook our greatest needs, which are spiritual. The Lord knows our deepest needs better than we do, and only He can fully satisfy them. Jesus is the bread of life. Welcome to The Wisdom Journey with Stephen Davey. Today, Stephen continues teaching through the Bible with a lesson called Eating the Bread of Life. Now, as we continue our chronological study through the Gospels, we're going to come today to one of the most misunderstood passages in the ministry of Jesus. Matthew and Mark tell us that Jesus and his disciples row ashore at the plain of Gennesaret, just south of Capernaum. The crowd is going to come running, and they're going to bring the sick with them, and Jesus is going to heal them. Then the Gospel of John inserts this this conversation that takes place as Jesus rebukes these people here. I'm in John chapter 6 today, and verse 26. Jesus says to this crowd, Truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. In other words, you're not following me because I'm the Messiah of who I am. You're following me because of what I can do for you. You're just looking for the next lunch, the next miracle. You know, I've met a lot of people over the years who seemed like they, well, they wanted to become Christians. They wanted to follow the Lord, but they really only wanted to follow him because of what they thought he would do for them. Maybe he'd smooth out life, give them a promotion at work, make them feel better, you know, maybe fix the brakes on their car. And then one day, Jesus, they realized, wasn't going to do any of that, and they took off. Well, that's exactly what Jesus is saying to these people here. He miraculously fed them dinner from those barley loaves and fish. And, well, they just want another miraculous dinner again, and they want it now. Well, Jesus has some Strong words for them here in verse 27. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him God the Father has set his seal. In other words, don't pursue uh, food for physical life, but food for eternal life. And Jesus is saying, I can give you that because of who I am. I'm the one upon whom the Father has set his seal of approval. Now, i got to tell you, their response is shocking to me. Having just witnessed and benefited from the miraculous meal the day before, the people give this reply here in verse 30. Then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. In other words, we want you to do something even greater. Uh, And I believe that what they're looking for Jesus to do here is provide literal manna from heaven, daily bread straight out of heaven. They're saying, do something greater than what you did yesterday. In fact, We want you to do something greater than even Moses did. Give us bread straight from heaven at your command 
right now. <laughs> well, Jesus uh, points them to the truth that, that he himself is the fulfillment of that manna from heaven. He says to them here in verse 35, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. Jesus identifies himself as the bread sent by the Father from heaven. Uh, By the way, he wasn't just born in Bethlehem, which means house of bread. He is everlasting bread. He is the bread of life who can satisfy someone spiritually forever. In fact, Jesus goes on to say here in verse 40, for this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. Well, with that, John records in verse 41, the Jews grumbled about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. Well, the truth is, they just don't believe it. They don't believe Jesus is anything but a mortal man. In fact, they're, they're stuck on Jesus' family background. They say here in verse 42, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? In other words, wait a second, he's just an ordinary carpenter. We know his parents, his family. How can he claim to have come down from heaven? They're also confused by Jesus' metaphor. In verse 51, Jesus says, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. In verse 52, the Jews say in confusion, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? And let me tell you, beloved, this confusion still exists today. The Roman Catholic Church is teaching to this day that you got to eat the flesh of Jesus in order to be saved. They believe that in the hand of the priest, the wine and the bread become the body and blood of Jesus, and you got to have a priest to do that for you. And frankly, that's what I call a job security for the Roman Catholic priesthood. But let me assure you that you don't need a priest to have Jesus today. See, Jesus is speaking metaphorically, as he often does. He's going to say later on that he's the door, that you can't get in without passing through him. Well, Jesus isn't made of wood. He doesn't have hinges. He doesn't have a doorknob. Jesus isn't talking here about communion in John chapter 6. He's talking about salvation. And you only need to be saved once, and that's going to last forever. He says he's the bread of life that you have to eat him. What he means is that he must enter your life. He must become a part of your life, just as much as a a piece of bread is assimilated into your body. You do that once, and that lasts forever. In fact, here in verses 50 and 51, the tenses of the Greek verbs for eating indicate action that happened in the past. That's what you did when you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. It was a one-time, sometime in the past event, and you'll never need to ask him to come into your life again. See, the Bible says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. It doesn't say everyone who calls on the name of the Lord and goes to Mass every Saturday will be saved for at least a week. Oh, no. Salvation is a one-time event. 
You are born physically once. And you are born again, that is, spiritually, your spirit is born into life one time. Now, in the latter portion of John chapter 6, we find here three responses to what Jesus says. First, here in verse 64, you have the response of unbelief. Jesus says, there are some of you who do not believe, John explains, for Jesus knew from the beginning who those were who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. So you have unbelief. The second response is abandonment. Verse 66 says, after this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. Wow. Well, that means they'd they'd heard enough. Uh, They weren't about to have Jesus effectively come into, which means take over their lives. Now, you have a third response, and, and that is here that some believe. Verse 67 says, Jesus said to the twelve, do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. I love that statement. Where else can we go? Who, who else can satisfy our souls? You have the words that lead to eternal life. Let me tell you, if you haven't eaten the bread of life, that is, if you haven't accepted the bread of life, Jesus, into your life, you're going to remain hungry for meaning and for purpose, forgiveness and and hope. Over in Psalm 107, verse 9, it tells us that the Lord satisfies the longing soul and the hungry soul he fills with good things. Let me tell you, if you're hungry today for something, you're hungry for the Lord. You feel like you're missing something. Well, I can promise you, you're missing the truth of Christ, the meal of Christ. The good news is that meal is free. The bread of life is yours just for the asking. You don't need to go to church. You don't need a priest. You don't need a list of good works. Uh, You don't need anybody to give you Jesus. He can become yours if you simply ask him to become your Savior today. And I also want to say, if we can help you make that prayer to the Lord, if we can help you reach out to him, give us a call here at Wisdom International today. Well, until our next wisdom journey together, beloved, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. That was Stephen Davy and a lesson called Eating the Bread of Life. The Wisdom Journey is produced by Wisdom International. In addition to equipping you with these daily Bible lessons, we also have a magazine that we publish. In Heart to Heart magazine, Stephen deals with a different topic each month and helps you better understand what the Bible says and how it applies directly to your life. 
The website that you can use to get yourself signed up is wisdomonline.org forward slash magazine. Visit there or call 866-48-BIBLE. Join us next time to continue along the wisdom journey.